Let's have trial by combat. Today is the day American patriots start taking down names and kicking ass. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. If you impeach him, civil war is on, buddy. Everything that guy just says, bullshit. You're listening to Facts and Friends. Thanks for joining us for the first Facts and Friends podcast of 2021, which so far feels like it has something to prove to 2020. Yeah, for real. My name is Tino, and joining me is Judson, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be a difficult show. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I don't know how to talk about what's going on in this country in a way that's at all funny. Y- yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Well, we'll, there'll be some jokes. I mean, I know us. I know us too, but I, it'll happen, I'm sure. I just, I don't see the path to it Yeah. right now. Kind of mapping out what we're going to talk about today. I don't think anyone's going to be surprised that we only have one topic today, and it's what happened at the Capitol on January 6th, and how we got there, and what happened afterward. We should also probably address that this show's a little bit later than we had anticipated on recording. It's true. That was at least partly because all of this. This is a big part of it. I mean, both of us had some medical hiccups along the way as well. You know. We we had a whole show plan that had all of the notes are still still in this uh, show notes document at the end, but we're not talking about any of that. Not, not a bit. Larry King was going to come back. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Cameron was going to come back. It was a whole, a whole different show that I think uh, it's just a lost show at this it's point. Scott, no, we it's, never it's, did it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's no, not. Because. Because everything else, every fucking thing else. Congress was on, on January 6th. Congress was set to certify the Electoral College votes. Right. So there was a joint session. Uh, I was watching that, getting kind of pissed off. (laughs) Sure. When any Republican who objected stood up. Uh, I I think I commented unpleasantly that uh, when Steve Scalise was talking that... uh, (laughs) Oh, no, I remember that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That I, I think I just asked the question, is it bad... That I was wishing the shooter had better aim at the softball game. Uh, I mean, maybe. Because, yeah, I guess. No, it's a bad thought. But at the same time, like, dude, really? You want to, like, destroy our democracy? But none of that, none of that was even important. Because I was like, no. no yeah. Because there, that, there was an attack on the Capitol. Yeah. They they stormed the Capitol. But let's, let's back up. Okay. Congress was in session. Correct. They had just broken up because someone objected to the in the joint session, forcing them to go into the House and the Senate to ultimately... This is just a delay tactic, right? Right, they're just, yeah. They're just trying to delay the, the inevitable. And we, we, we found out later on they were specifically asked to object to delay. Right. So they were delaying the certification of the electoral votes and we were watching that but meanwhile there was a rally happening not far from the capitol and um i want to play for you first representative from alabama mo brooks and i have three clips okay now i'm congressman mo brooks from alabama's fifth congressional district and i've got a message that i need you to take to your heart and take back home and along the way stop at the capitol I don't know what a congressional district is, but... I'm sure it's very important down in Alabama. <laughs> okay, so right there, he's already suggesting that they storm the Capitol. He told them to go to the Capitol. Yep. Yes. Okay. Next clip. Socialist Democrats, 
attack and mock our moral values, even to the point of sarcastically in the United States Capitol, one of the most revered places in America, mockingly closing their hedonistic prayers <laughs> with a man and a woman. What is that? <laughs> I, I just I think that's a, to get to know Mo I, Brooks a little bit. I think that's a devil's three-way, actually. A man and a woman is a devil's that, three-way. That is a game you play with quarters. <laughs> And it's Devil's Triangle. Yeah, that, that's also a Devil's Triangle. Yeah, right. I I found it interesting that he called the Capitol one of the most revered places in the country. That was that was odd, especially in light of what you're about to hear. Today is the day American patriots start taking down names and kicking ass. <laughs> now our ancestors sacrificed their blood their sweat, their tears, their fortunes, and sometimes their lives to give us, their descendants, an America that is the greatest nation in world history. So I have a question for you. Are you willing to do the same? Oh boy. My answer is yes. Louder, are you willing to do what it takes to fight for America? Louder, will you fight for America? So, go to the Capitol and fight. Yeah, and attack the socialist, hedonistic prayer givers. A woman. A woman. I I mean, if that's not inciting, I don't know what is. It is absolutely inciting. He And I'm curious, was Mo Brooks in the crowd that went into the Capitol? Or did he just go on back to the the House session and cast his vote and object to the? No, I don't think Mo Brooks. I don't think Mo Brooks went to the Capitol. And uh, much like uh, we're about to hear from Trump, who said he's going with them. Uh, yeah, and uh, didn't. Just didn't did not went back to the residence to watch. Right, and also wasn't in the session. <laughs> No, <laughs> clearly, possibly knowing that it was going to be attacked. And we'll get to that later yeah. as, as well. Here we go uh, with friend of the show, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani, also at this MAGA rally. If we're wrong, we will be made fools of. But if we're right, a lot of them will go to jail. So let's have trial by combat. Spoiler alert. They were wrong. They were wrong. Um, they did uh, have some combat. There, there and again, some of that, yeah. another example of inciting to attack. A- absolutely. Right? Yep. Yeah. Although, I mean, honestly, I think Mo Brooks is the worst example or the the best example of the worst. <laughs> best and worst. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I see what like, you mean. Finally, we have the insider in chief. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. Yeah, not true. We're going to walk down, anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. 
Which is why I will now retreat to the White House residence and watch it all <laughs> unfold on television. Gleefully. Yeah. I mean, there were so many reports that he was really happy about what was going on. Yeah, exactly. That's He was excited and he was confused why no one else was excited with him. He thought, he literally thought they were going to be able to keep him in power while this was going on, while this was unfolding throughout the day. He did. Yeah, that, that's it. That's that's why he was happy. This is what happened. They broke the glass? Everybody stay down! Get down! So that's just one small short clip of I think that's the Congressional Hall um, yeah. when it has been breached. And there's a summation that Hakeem Jeffries did today for the like too long didn't read or didn't listen. Sure. People. And uh, here it is. This was an attack that was violent in nature on the Capitol, the Congress, the country and the Constitution. Walls were breached and scaled. Violence was used. Officers were beaten. One was killed. Weapons were deployed. Mace and bear spray were utilized. Offices were ransacked. Feces and urine was left behind. The Confederate flag was bandied about. And someone even decided to take down an American flag and put in its place a Trump flag. This was as serious as it gets. And they call themselves patriots. I would I would amend that to say it's as serious as it gets without them being successful. To find success. In that they had actually overthrown the government and installed Trump as a dictator. I mean, that's that is definitely the goal that some of those people had. There was also we we're gonna talk next about the what success might have looked like for them. Yep, we are. Which could have been actual live executions carried out at the Capitol. Like you see in dystopian novels and movies. I think, um, you know, most of them were just there to express their discontent, but there were definitely a decent amount of people there who wanted to take hostages and perhaps execute Democrats or Republicans who weren't supporting Trump. Most of them were there because they were lied to for the last two months about the outcome of the election. That's why most of them were there. Well, I think they were lied to for four years before, but uh, Absolutely yeah, true. This, and particularly and this And election. 20 years before that by Fox. I mean, there's there's obviously this has been building to this point, but like had the outgoing president done what every outgoing president has done in the history of this country just about and simply conceded that he did not get the most votes and he had lost the election, the sixth would not have played out as it did. Total tangent. You know what really pissed me off? The Georgia <laughs> dude okay. who- was de- I don't remember his name and I apologize but he he kept going on interviews with CNN and giving speeches basically he was saying like you know Trump didn't win Georgia but every time he said it he had to say that Stacey Abrams never conceded the gubernatorial election <sighs> every time I was like dude what why what point what point are you making there it's 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 so not the same because no, it's be- because Stacey same. Abrams didn't try to overthrow the the rightful governor with I mean, legions of rabid fans. She simply contested the fact that the election had not been fair because the person in charge of running the election was the person she was running against. What? But 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 with <laughs> that guy whose name I don't remember. 
uh, <laughs> doesn't understand is that doing that, saying that about Stacey Abrams is is exactly one of the cobblestones on the path to how we got here. It's whataboutism. That's all it is. It's yeah. But no, I mean, it, it is saying like, okay, this is, but this is why we're here because sh- saying shit like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a small version of it and it's escalated, but that's how we got here. Another tangent. Did you see the, the Georgia flag that was at the the White House at the, at, the, at the Capitol. I'm sorry, the Capitol riot. It was not from the state of Georgia. It yes. was from the country of Georgia. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> because someone clearly just Googled Georgia flag and yeah. bought the first result. <laughs> I feel like I feel like oh. they'd be good to do research for this show because that's pretty much what we do. <laughs> that's, that's basically our guess. <laughs> that's basically all up. we do. Uh, yeah. uh, that, that, look, that looks good. No, that looks. Uh, that's that's probably right. I Googled Georgia. That's what came up. <laughs> Got to be right. Uh. <laughs> Um, no, they wanted, they wanted, to, these attackers wanted to take, a, a number of these attackers wanted to take hostages. They wanted to execute Congress people. And the vice president, yeah. asterisk, of the United States, Mike Pence, they went in screaming, hang Pence. Yeah. Hang Mike Pence. Well, I mean, mean, (laughs) I'm not going to say I'm a fan of Mike Pence because I'm not. not, uh, But that is never acceptable behavior. And that's that sort of rhetoric is there again because the outgoing president asterisk had been insulting Pence and relying on Pence to do something that was not within his constitutional power and steal the election for him. And then when Pence refused to do something he was unable to do, Pence got thrown under the bus and these, this potential assassination attempt is the result of it. Absolutely. Finally, Derek Evans, who was a West Virginia state lawmaker was also there. Was he the newly newly elected one? Newly, newly elected. Yeah. Uh, He was there and, uh, uh, was, I guess, video live streaming himself raiding the Capitol. We're him! We're him! Derek Evans is in the Capitol! Trump! Trump! We're in! We're in! Let's go! Keep it moving, baby! It's a cult. That man was a, it is a cult. It's a fucking cult. And my sister and mother are in it. And it, I don't mean, it breaks my heart. I just can't imagine doing that. Like, like you would never catch us running through the streets or a government building screaming Biden, Biden, woo! Like, even well, when we're he not won, huge Biden fans, we're, we're not. But I mean, even when he won, we weren't like you know th- there was dancing in the streets and and singing and 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 joy, pure joy. This is not that. We are not the same. Better example is Barack Obama. We we were both huge fans. fans. Yeah, and- yeah, absolutely. And I still disagree with him, and I'm not. I don't. And I never bought a flag with his name on it. I didn't. I never <laughs> bought anything with his name on it. Yeah, I. I just. I. It is a cult. It is a cult of personality, and it pains me because the guy has. The, I mean, I've I've seen people say that he's you know charming or whatever, but to me, he's just a buffoon, a dangerous buffoon now, but just a buffoon at every level, at every turn. He does the Trump, stupidest Trump, not Obama. Poss- yeah, yeah, Trump, Trump, of oh, course. Okay. Sorry, the, the, the cult, the actual cult. The, just, there's, 
I don't see my sister thinks he's the best president we've ever had. He has no redeeming value that I see whatsoever as a person. No, absolutely not. Not a bit. As a person or as a president or as a businessman or as basically anything he's done in his life. He is, and I still don't think he should be hanged. No, but he should be charged and face the consequences of his actions. So where was the National Guard during this attack? Uh, Not there at the part that I saw. Curious. Yeah, it's weird because I I seem to recall when Black Lives Matter had protests and when people were were protesting outside the White House, the guard was like out in full force, like blocking the Capitol building and the the Supreme Court and all these. They were defending a statue. Yeah, yeah. And and running off peaceful protesters with tear gas for no particular reason that makes sense. They did that so Trump could hold a Bible upside down in front of a church. I said that made sense. Yeah. But yes. So. The lack of the National Guard, the the lack in reality of the police being prepared for this or appearing to be prepared uh, to prevent this sort of thing when everyone knew that this was a was a possible, if not a likely outcome of the sixth. Right. Like, I mean, it, throw out everything else that we know, every other pundit that we've seen, every person who said that violence was a, was a threat. You and I said from the beginning that there would be violence we did. After and that people would die. People would die. We said that on this show. Yep. And we, I, I, I like to say I told you so, so I'm not going to say that I don't. We're not that, we're like, hey, but we're not, we're, we're, not, we're not that smart. We're not that smart. And we knew it was going to happen. We saw it coming. So the fact that the, the police in the nation's capital either did not or intentionally did not prepare for something they did see coming is very concerning. Let's address that because I think that there is some evidence that some of the police were actually colluding with the attackers, the terrorists. There's definitely definitely evidence on that day that some of them were sympathetic and helping them in some fashion. I don't know about like planning of the event or we preparations are not for it. conspiracy theorists. We are not going to say that a, we don't know what necessarily happened with the National Guard yet. We will wait to know. But early indicators are that it was delayed intentionally for political reasons. But right. we don't know that for sure. We so. don't. But we, well, but we have been told that the uh, was it Virginia and Maryland both attempted to send the National Guard they in and were, and were initially denied permission because the right. D.C. is a federal district. And I think we do know that that we were that they did ask to deploy the National Guard in advance, and that was also not accepted. But that might have been by the D.C. police. So, right. Not sure. And we also know that two officers have been suspended. Okay, yes. So police collusion, in my mind, it doesn't seem like unless there was police collusion, that it would be so easy for these people to breach the Capitol. It it seems far-fetched to me. Again, I'm not making an allegation, but it's hard for me to believe. I mean, it, it seems to me, having watched some of the uh, the violent put-downs of protests over the summer, uh, that had the police wanted to stop people from coming in, they would have been able to do that. Yes, I agree. So yes, two officers have been two officers have been suspended and 10 to 15 are under investigation for potentially uh, aiding and abetting the terrorists. Right. And there were videos taken of officers appearing to wave people on and and direct them into the Capitol, moving barricades potentially. So I, I think, again, we're going to probably have to wait and see 
how this develops. But speaking of investigations, do we is this coming up later? But uh, uh, was it the army? I, th- I think it was the army was going to look at forces that were be deployed for protection of the inauguration and see if any of the people that were going to be deployed might have sympathies in that direction. They were going to basically revet all of the deployed uh, forces there. I do not understand why they're even trying to have an inauguration. I agree. They should definitely not do it. They not should not just, like a public event. They should yeah, just, just do it. Rose Garden, privately. Rose Garden, have you know, have some cameras in there. Video it. That's all you need. We don't we don't have to have a, a big event, even a, sm- a scaled down big event. Doesn't have to happen. We don't need that. Ted Nugent could sing a song. <laughs> let's 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 not do that. Okay. We, this is why I'm not an event player. <laughs> uh, one of many reasons, I think. We got a joke in. There was a <laughs> joke. <laughs> an honest to God joke. A woman. Uh, a woman. <laughs> You're such a hedonist. I I I am. I am. Uh so some people died? Five of them so far. Five so far, and another one of the officers apparently committed suicide afterward. Yeah. So I have to ask you. Okay. Have we been able to verify the guy who died by getting tased himself in the balls? So one of the people who died was this this guy who who supposedly tased himself in the balls and had a heart attack from it while trying to steal a portrait of Tip O'Neill. Who wants a portrait of t- <laughs> Tip O'Neill? I'm guessing he didn't know who the hell it was, man. He just like uh, I'm gonna take this and was just pulling stuff off the walls. Uh, Another person who died was a woman who was trampled. After carrying a "Don't Tread on Me" Gadsden flag, oh, <laughs> which is just oh, a little on the bless nose. Bless her heart. <laughs> I mean, just a little on the nose. Uh, just, uh, I don't know. And obviously, you know, one of the Capitol police officers was killed in the attack. Uh, died from his injuries afterward. Apparently, hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. You know, the, the Blue Lives Matter set really went after the cops. Well, it's very much like pro-life and all lives matter. They don't actually mean the things they say, right? They, they don't. don't support the police. They don't support the fact that all lives matter. And they don't support you know the sanctity of life because those are just phrases they use. Yep. They really support themselves, their beliefs, and they use these, fr- these platitudes essentially to, to to identify themselves to others and to make the people who don't know any better think that they're on the good side. They don't care about police lives because the moment the police are stopping them, the police become the enemy. They don't care about all lives because black lives don't matter to them. So Trump came out and immediately tried to de-escalate the situation. Oh, the fuck are you out of your damn mind? By releasing a video on Twitter. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us. From me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. What the ever holy fuck? Yeah, that's... um... That is basically saying, go home. You guys are all there for the right reasons. Ugh. Please, like, you, you know, they totally stole this from us. But yeah, uh, go home. Yeah, especially him saying, 
I have to say, go home now, but don't go home, guys. Wink, wink. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all that was. And he did release a second video later that was a little less incendiary than that one. Uh, but Right. Uh, I mean, as, as some of our online folks have said, it's the most presidential he's sounded. I don't agree, but it is what... It's some a people low have, bar. So, it, it is maybe. a low bar, but it's what some people have said. Uh, so, and they I mean, had to edit it. So they did. They had to big time edit it. You sure? And you know, they had to edit out exactly what he was just doing, saying, "No, no, we love you. You all are great. You're doing the right thing, but stop doing the right thing yeah, right and now." I've heard, and I've heard. I haven't corroborated this, but I've heard reports that he's saying the second one was a mistake. Oh no, he's absolutely saying that, and uh, he's saying that because his supporters are furious at him for doing that video. They feel like they, he betrayed them with these videos saying to stand down and to to, to stop and, to, and disavowing the violence and everything. Because some of them really thought, stand back and stand by, that this was the moment they were standing by for. Well, what disgusted me as well is that after all of this happened and after the death and the car- the American carnage, if I may. <laughs> you may. I will, I will allow it. That these fuckers, these Republicans still went in to Congress they stayed well into the night and into the morning of the next day. Yeah, it's like between three and four in the morning. And objected still yeah. to certifying the free and fair election results from the 2020 election. Yep. Fuck all of them. And and we're going to talk a little bit about them late later, but um, <laughs> this is running longer than we <laughs> want, so um, I'm not yeah. going to play Ted Cruz talking because because he wants that. But I wanted to close the discussion of just the attack in general by this Chris Hayes comparison that I think is spot the fuck on. Very apt. Yeah. First of all, um, we should say this. There is a death toll which now stands at five. And we should note that is one greater than the number of Americans who died in the attack on the U.S. government buildings in Benghazi over eight years ago. The last time an American government building was overrun by a rampaging and violent mob. And that led to more than two years of investigations, dozens of congressional hearings. Note, that mob was not Americans. They were not. We'll be right back. The Facts and Friends podcast is brought to you by people like you. More and more, corporate America is taking over the podcast scene. Your support helps stave off a complete takeover. Please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and followers via social media or word of mouth. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for helping out. It really does mean a lot. So we're back. And um, I thought... Supposedly. <laughs> allegedly. We did have an interesting discussion <laughs> while we were off the air. We did. About Randy Rainbow. And always be recording. Yeah, always be recording. Tino's not gay enough. I'm not gay enough. Randy, Rambo, Randy Rainbow's my nemesis. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this in a, in a show that doesn't involve insurrection, a siege on the Capitol by domestic terrorists. How did this happen, Judson? Years of lies and incitement. That's what I'm... Uh, but that's what's in the show notes. I know. I'm reading the show notes. But that's that's what we talked about. Uh, Fox News for, God, 25 years now has been lying to people. Well, it started with Rush Limbaugh, I think. Sure. The... the, the, the Pre- presidential... Right-wing uh, shock jocks. Presidential Medal of Freedom winner. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh. Soon to be deceased Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> That is an thank you, cancer. Accurate portrayal. Sometimes cancer gets it right. <laughs> well, I mean, breaking enough eggs or something. I don't know. And still, I would not call for the hanging. 
<laughs> of Rush Limbaugh, but I'm still a little glad that he has cancer. Oh, I mean, I get the feeling. I, I get it. I do get it. Uh, <laughs> we can cut that part. <laughs> I... I think you're right. I think it goes back to Rush Limbaugh. I think it goes back. And, you know, I'm not going to attack him or his house. I'm just going to be <laughs> glad that just what happened to him that's really bad happened to him. I had nothing to do with it. He's going to die and be gone. We're all going to die and be gone. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. I've been a little worried about that myself yeah, lately. Same. But, you know, it, it's it, it feels to us like karma might be a thing sometimes when that's when bad things happen to bad people i don't think karma's a thing it's not but it makes us feel like it sometimes that's all yeah i mean but yeah no it started with him yeah you see so many times that good good people have these bad things happen to them and it's nice to see the balance i guess sometimes that it is just random bullshit chance absolutely it started with him and you know, then morphed into the the Fox News and, and... But speaking of cancer, it is like cancer. It metastasizes. It is. You're right. And now you've got... The Fox News isn't right-wing crazy enough for a lot of these people now. It's a, lo- a little bit like cancer and a little bit like heroin. They can't get their high off of Fox anymore. I like the analogy. Yeah, they have to move on to OAN and Newsmax and whoever the craziest, whoever's saying the crazy, QAnon. I mean, whoever's saying the craziest shit. For our millennial listeners, can you say it's literally like heroin? It's literally. They- <laughs> no, I, I refuse uh, to misuse literally. But it's... Another joke. It is. It's that's what it is, though. It's it's been it's yeah. a foundation of lies for a generation now, more than. And they've just gotten worse and worse. I mean, we've covered like you this. Said, like the heroin's not strong enough. Yeah, we've covered this before. And now right? we now people live in these micro realities. Anyway, whether we did a show about it or not, it's still true. This has been years, years in the making, and what we're seeing now is. I think I've seen a lot of analogies to uh, Frankenstein's monster. Like they can't control what they've built now and it's turning on them too. Did you listen to Mick Mulvaney on Sunday say that suddenly what had happened post-election was different than what had happened the three plus years prior? Sunday's my holy day and I part of my faith is that I do not listen to Mick Mulvaney on the holy days. So <laughs> that's, that's a good religion. <laughs> No, I did not yeah, listen to Mick. He might have me turned on to religion. <laughs> no, but he basically said that Trump had changed after the election, that this was a new Trump, and now he objected to this Trump, ignoring- Which is just horseshit. It's so horseshit. Yeah. It's like every press conference that they had, like the, the rare times that they actually had the White House press secretary address the press was lie after lie after lie. Mick Mulvaney was in charge of- the OMB at the same time as he was chief of staff, right? Is that... I, I'm not sure what the overlap was. I, I, th- I think so. But anyway, while he was in charge of the OMB, he did everything he could to not release the ethics waivers that they had to approve for White House staff. Right. Everything. He tried everything he could to stonewall and to block the release of those ethics waivers. And so the fact that we've come to a point where even Mick Mulvaney thinks that the president has crossed some ethical line, that's a that's a big, that's that's bad. That's really bad, right? That's a word you could use. He's, <laughs> he's obviously full of shit about this being a new Trump. This is always who Trump has been because this is what we were worried about in 20 fucking 16 when he won. Yes. I mean, that's this is this is the What's outcome. happening now is exactly what we've been worried about. We were worried about this in 2016 if he lost. Yes. He just wouldn't have been in the in position to, you know, to do anything about it as, you know, not a president at the time. I think, yeah, I think it would have been less violent, but he would have tried this exact same shit. Exactly. He never would have conceded. He would have thrown down. He said a he- 
ahead of that election. Yeah. That if he lost, it would be fixed. He said at the time that he would not accept the results of the election unless he won. Right. That was that was a, that's almost a direct quote. It was always going to be the case. Trump has never ever admitted a mistake, an error, defeat. He never has. And we're going to get into like the idea of Trump learning about anything or learning from a mistake in a minute. But first, let's talk about the the fallout and the consequences of this, okay? Sure. What one thing that I'm dumbfounded by is that what we're having to do now is use technology to sort of reconstruct who was there and arrest them. Find them and arrest them, right? Because we didn't because arrest them in the first place. How did we not arrest them in the fucking first place? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It goes, Kyle Rittenhouse it goes back is a to hero our... to them for shooting people who are pro to peacefully protesting, and and we didn't arrest people who stormed the fucking Capitol. Yeah, it, it goes back to that: were the police colluding with this in some fashion? It's. I'm dumbfounded by it. At the very least, it shows the racial disparity uh, in how police officers treat quote unquote protesters, because I don't call these people protesters at this point. As you said, they're terrorists. terrorists. Yeah, they are terrorists. So, yeah, that's that is definitely a question that we're going to need some hard answers to real soon. And I commit to doing this on every episode is naming their fucking names. And let's start at the beginning right now okay others have been named the bearded man wearing the camp auschwitz shirt is robert keith packer from virginia the man in all black with a holster seen carrying plastic restraints is eric munchell from nashville he was charged with two federal crimes also charged with federal offenses was a retired reservist air force lieutenant colonel whose name is larry brock who also had flexible handcuffs just a few we're just getting started yep that's three. And I don't I like the, the dumb dude in like the, the bear hat with the face paint. Yeah. Yeah. They named him too. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't catch his name, but he's in jail. He's already arrested. Yeah. And and refusing to eat because they won't serve him organic food. <laughs> oh, God. His, his mom reports that he hasn't eaten since Friday because they refuse to serve him organic food in jail. <laughs> It's <laughs> don't tell that to the other maggots. It's, it's possible. It's just possible that maybe revolutionary is not the career path you should have chosen if you can't yeah. handle non-organic food in your prison term. <laughs> it's like he, he was at a crossroads. Like, should I be a revolutionary? Should I be a furry? And he just <laughs> tried to merge the two. Succeeded at neither. Another joke. Yep. We did it. Yep. We're doing it. You were right, Judson. You were right. <laughs> I, know, I know us, Tino. Yeah, I have faith do. in us. You know my body. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude. So <laughs> sweet. Dude. Okay. Enough. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> so finally, Donald J. Trump was banned <laughs> from was, social media. It was a glorious day. <laughs> he lost his precious Twitter account. I kind of feel like it's a benefit to the GOP at this point. I feel like, fuck you, Twitter. Well, yes. And fuck you, Facebook. Because you were complicit in all of this for four years. You ban him now? Yeah. Who cares? If you had banned him four years ago, this probably wouldn't have happened. Their rationale is that he could have done more damage, and I'm not saying they're wrong. They're not wrong. So I think... Banning him is still a net positive for us, but I feel like it's also good for the GOP. It's too little too late. So, oh, I agree. But they don't have to have him out there blowing up their messaging right now and undermining everything they're trying to do to give him cover. It actually helps him even to be banned. Uh, I think like, the civil war within the... <laughs> far be it for me to say civil war because... Because we're in the middle of one? Yeah. 
like there is a civil war, like a, div- a divide in the GOP itself. I think there are some members of the GOP that are glad about it and some who maybe aren't. I think there are some GOP members who actually will be targets oh, for sure. of some of the upcoming violence that we suspect will happen when we get to the what's what's next segment. But yeah, like, fuck you, Facebook. Fuck you, Twitter. You should have done this a long time ago. And the only reason you're doing it is because... He's not going to have because he lost. Power and, oh, and because the Democrats won the Senate, and they're going to have some questions for you about how you're controlling content and, and keeping people from inciting violence on your platforms. They they gave Trump a free pass, and now they're they're suddenly growing a spine. Yeah, when it when it doesn't really matter anymore. Like you said, yes, it mitigates potential for future violence, but not by much. I think that that ship has sailed. So other fallout is the push for the cabinet and Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment and or impeach. Right. And one of those things is going to happen. Only one. He will be the only president in the history to be impeached a second time. And probably acquitted a second time, knowing the spineless GOP. But we'll, I guess we'll see. So I'm of two minds about this impeachment. It's okay. It's well-deserved. Yeah. We do have a rule of law in this country and he should have been impeached the first time. Yeah. He should have been convicted the first time for sure. Sorry. Convicted. He should have been impeached even earlier than he was. Honestly. He he, absolutely. But I don't know what politically we're gaining with his impeachment. Yeah. I don't know that it's, I feel like it might make things worse. it, It, it is exactly what the majority wants though. I mean, maybe not impeachment specifically, but removing him from office before the end of his term is the majority view in the country right now. Something like 70% of the people almost. He should absolutely be removed from yeah. office. I 100% agree. I just feel like, well, it, it needs to be done, but it's going to, it's going to, there's going to be a, a, a blood price for well, it. Well, I, I just don't think that there was not going to be a price, a similar price, regardless of what the Democrats did. Either you impeach him and his most ardent supporters are pissed off about it and do something very bad, or you don't impeach him and his most ardent supporters see that there are no consequences to what they've already done and they do something even worse. That's a very good point. Have you read the article of impeachment? Uh, no, I did not. I, 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 I was un- unclear which one actually got uh, brought forward today. Here's the conclusion read by Wolf Blitzer. President Trump, quote, has demonstrated that he will remain a threat to national security, democracy, and the Constitution if allowed to remain in office and has acted in a manner grossly incompatible with self-governance governance, and the rule of law. Accurate. Yep, completely. So that's the conclusion of the um, article of impeachment that will be voted on. This is just on. the one they did? Because there was another yeah. uh, one being brought forward that had actually two different articles that I guess they didn't go ahead with. Right. I think it's just going to okay. be the one. So what astounds me is that members of the GOP still think Trump can learn a lesson. <laughs> Remember this after the first impeachment? I believe that the president has learned from this case. I, I, he did. He did actually learn from that case. He learned that you're not going to ever hold him accountable for anything. Right. Yeah. That there are no consequences. Yeah. I don't think he learned. I disagree with you. I don't think he learned anything. He's just going to. Uh, he didn't learn. He he already assumed that because that's how his entire life has been. Exactly. He yeah. didn't learn anything. He's incapable of learning. But uh, Roy Blunt thinks that's no longer the case. The president should be very careful over the next 10 days uh, that his behavior is what you'd expect from the leader of the greatest country in the world. Now, my personal view is uh, that the president touched the hot stove on Wednesday and is unlikely to touch it again. No. So foment insurrection once, 
shame on you, but Foeman Insurrection twice. He's already, we, we mentioned this earlier, he's already saying that he shouldn't have, uh, he shouldn't have said anything against the people who were the terrorists. Right. That he should have supported them. Yeah. He doesn't learn. He doesn't learn. He is incapable of learning. And his entire worldview is transactional. So if you don't get give him anything, he doesn't give you anything. Right. So uh, the 25th Amendment approach is not happening. And half the cabinet's already resigned, seems like. Like, like what, what fucking cowards? Yeah. Come on. Are they resigning because they don't want to be involved in the 25th Amendment thing? I don't know. I... I suspect that the ones who are resigning are the ones who were willing to vote yes. And because there weren't enough of them that they decided, well, I'm not going to stick around to do nothing. I'm going to at least take care of myself and resign and say that I at least oppose this. Even though I think you and I both agree. Yeah, fuck you. You don't get to resign with you know 10 days to go and be like, you're the hero here. You are not. Yeah, because you, you're definitely not. Yeah. You are a coward. Uh, yeah. And now, who, who resigned today? Uh, Chad Wolf, acting director of Homeland Security. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't going to get confirmed, but it seems like if you cared about doing your job, we might actually need a director of Homeland Security <laughs> in the next nine days. Feel, feels like he might have already not been doing his job based on what I saw on January the 6th. That's a good point. I, I, I've heard reports of people glad that he resigned. <laughs> Someone who might actually be capable of doing his job. I mean, anybody else might be better than he was. Yes. There have been calls to expel the congresspeople. Cory Bush called for expulsion of all congresspeople who voted to overturn the election. Yes, please. I I think it's it's never going to happen, but it... It's uh, not, but it should. It absolutely should. These and the same for the senators that you know, just not not just them, but I mean uh, Holly and uh, Holly and Cruz and Cruz and uh, Kennedy. Who's the other one? Yeah, Kennedy. Yeah, there were like five or six by the end because and Left Leftler is lost anyway, but she reversed her course on objecting. A few of them reversed course. Not many. Well, but a few. I was actually surprised Leftler was still alive because she had seven days to live. That's right. Like, she made it. <laughs> <laughs> she must have showed someone else the video. Yeah, it's the must only have. way to do it. You think it was Purdue? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I guess we'll see. We didn't even get to have our show celebrating my bae winning <laughs> his Senate seat. Oh, yeah. There are so many good things we could talk there, about. There are, but we're not. And we can't. We're not. Because, yeah, this is the world we have. Well, the bar is seeking to expel Giuliani. Yep. And I've seen people calling on uh, the same to happen to Cruz and Holly, actually. Yes. So. And uh, I think Holly lost his book deal with Simon & Schuster. They cut his book deal, which is, of course, uh, stifling of his First Amendment rights. And cancel culture. And we're going to do a whole show on cancel culture. <laughs> I've been waiting to do it. It's It's been on the list for a long time. This is not cancel culture. No. In, in my opinion, a lawyer who puts out such obvious bullshit about the First Amendment should be disbarred merely on the basis of that. And he's not a moron. No, he's not. He's deliberate. He's playing people. He's yes. a grifter. And and then <laughs> Bonnie Watson Coleman yeah. is now COVID positive. Yep. Why is that, Judson? Uh, because she's 75 years old, a cancer survivor who was forced into a room with sheltering in place. Other congresspeople who refused to refuse to wear masks. One of them was Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now I fuck her. I suspected it was, but now I have confirmed it from the video footage. Excellent. I'm glad that you confirmed that. God, so stupid. How do we have QAnon advocates in Congress? I refer to the top of this segment. 
years of lies and incitement. Yeah. Well, Parler might be gone. It is, as of this moment, I believe. Is it gone, gone? Amazon sh- shut them down? Uh, yeah, last night they got shut down. Okay, so like, there's, Amazon was their, yeah. like, their server Amazon provider. Web Service uh, uh, cut them off because of their promotion of violence, essentially. Right. And they have not yet, at least at this moment uh, that I've heard, found a, a replacement host. Did you know that uh, they actually removed a post that they thought was offensive? I did hear that, but I forget which one it was. Let me tell you, because yeah, we were actually going to do a whole segment on this person last uh, last show that we scrapped. Oh, yeah. It's Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood. The craziest of the crazy, I would say. His post was, they let them in, get the firing squads ready, Pence goes first. Yeah, yeah. Calling for the execution of the vice president who will not try to invoke the 25th amendment interestingly enough they didn't actually remove that post i mean they they might have removed it but uh as we recently found out parlor didn't delete any deleted posts (laughs) they simply unchecked a box so they were hidden essentially Uh, we know this because apparently someone has hacked parlor's uh services and has downloaded 70 terabytes of data at this point uh before the service got shut down and so they have not just all the posts but also like geotags for videos for where they were recorded and full names and and government id in some cases for people who got verified by parlor these guys are like every killer in forensic files yes yes they are they're super sloppy (laughs) they leave behind mountains of evidence nobody wore a mask (laughs) they like they literally like FaceTime themselves to doing it and posted it on social media. Yeah, yeah. Here's me doing the felonies. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I'm so happy, felony. <laughs> All right, Jetson. What's next? What is next? Trump is skipping the inauguration, and no one fucking cares. In fact, for the most part, people are glad. Yeah. What? Who would want him there? It's just going to be about him. Yeah. Except it's not. That's not what it's about. No, so it's not. piss off. Although his plan was to go, I think the plan was to go to Scotland, but Scotland has already said, yeah, no, don't do that. You're not allowed. We're in lockdown for the next month. I'll take go fuck yourself for a thousand. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. But what He's really, a ball bag. What, <laughs> what concerns me are the threats that have come in and uh let me play yeah, you this um recounting of by wolf blitzer of an fbi bulletin that that cnn got a hold of and cnn has obtained this internal fbi bulletin that says and this is a direct quote from the fbi armed protests are being planned at all 50 state capitals from 16 january through at least 20 january and at the u.s capitol from 17 january through 20 january Uh, And they're threatening, this bulletin also says, there are direct threats against the president-elect Biden, the vice president-elect Harris, and the House Speaker uh, Nancy Pelosi. Yep. Yeah. It's not over. It's what it comes down to. It's definitely not over. Um, I don't know if you've heard these, but apparently some folks left some voicemail messages on David Cicilline's... Oh, no, I haven't Congressional. He's the uh, Rhode Island District 1 House Representative. Right. Have a listen. A Democratic congressman who is leading the push to impeach President Trump is getting frightening and hateful threats left on his office's voicemail. Uh, Representative David Cicilline has shared the threats with law enforcement, and I just want to play just some of them now. I need to warn you, they are graphic and very disturbing. You poked the bear this time, you little You poked the bear. You understand what I'm saying? You got 80 million people coming after you, you commie little 
If you impeach him, civil war is on, buddy. Well, I guess civil war is on. Cause I, I assumed it already was, but okay. I think we're just about there. Uh, not quite. I think okay. what's going to happen over the next nine days is going to be pretty terrifying. I think you're right. I think there will be a lot of violence. I mean, it's planned. Like We've heard at least that they plan armed attacks, protests. I don't know what to call them. Insurrections at every state capital in all 50 states right and the u.s capital i i think we are in for some terrifying my guess is they're going to be in for a rude awakening at least in the, the u.s capital on round two i think because i don't think i don't think it's going to go down the way they think it's going to go down no i think they will be killed on site yeah i think there's going to be some some very bad things are going to happen but it, it's i think bad things are going to happen to a lot of people how do we get to this point we keep saying this how do we get to this point but like oh god it, it, the weird thing is like i've had this feeling of being being shocked and completely not being shocked at the same time. Like, yeah, this is what we've said. We knew this was coming, yeah. but seeing it is jarring. Yeah, exactly. Well, <sighs> I just wonder if they're going to also like go after like soft targets, like the Twitter offices, the Facebook offices. Uh, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I think those are easier targets for them. And they're certainly pissed about them. I mean, I would say almost at this point, COVID might be a benefit because a lot of people at places like that might be working from home already and remotely. That's a good so. point, yeah. Um, I guess, I guess we'll see. Well, we've got to close this out. It's, it's a rough time to be an American. Yeah. And it's, it's not going to get better at least for the next couple of weeks. It's almost certainly going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Just stay safe. Don't go to the inauguration. They're stupid for having it be a public <laughs> event in general. Just have it privately. Yeah, just stay home. Everyone stay home. Stay home. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> Wash your damn hands. hands. We'll be right back. Hey, FNFers, Judson here. Tino and I are always looking to interact more with our fantastic audience. If you have questions, ideas, complaints, or just need a friend, you can reach out to us at factsandfriends at gmail.com. That's facts, the letter N, friends at gmail. And if you want to make a more intimate connection, I'm on Twitter at the fault in my arse. Again, the fault, the letter N, my arse. And you can find Tino at Uncle Tortilla. We can't wait to hear from you. I can't read this. <laughs> you can't. What were you going to read? The clothes spiel that we give. Oh. Yeah, well, don't then. It, it, this is... This is a weird show, and you guys have heard it before, and if you haven't, go back and listen to another show. You'll, you'll get the, the spiel on how you can help us Long out. Long and short, yeah. five-star reviews, tell your friends, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We're facts and friends. Yeah, I'm barely on Twitter, so you don't even have to <laughs> follow me on Twitter. <laughs> he doesn't even see my tweets, bastard. Judson, what I wanted to talk about was something deeply personal. Oh, okay. I have been a lifelong fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's true. I'm not a fan of uh, college football because I think it's basically slavery, but I am a fan of the NFL and I've grew up in Tampa. If anyone wants to steal any of my bank accounts, my the answer to <laughs> where were you born is Tampa, Florida. I, I grew up in Tampa and so I, I mean, the Bucks have been around as long as I've been alive. Right. And they've always been terrible. So it was really hard for me when basically my second the third least favorite person on the planet became the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm talking about Tom Brady. Right. Yes. 
I loathe Tom Brady. It was, it was a fun time when that when that came out. That trade happened. Was it fun? Oh, it was fun for the rest of us, Tino. <laughs> I I struggled all season. <laughs> I went between wanting the Bucks to win, sure, but still rooting for, still getting really excited when he threw a pick six yeah, like, or got sacked. Right, like defensive touchdowns, you're looking for defensive touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to see him fail and my team to win. It was a very difficult <laughs> season. And I thought that was hard. But what happened today? <laughs> so the tie for second and third. I shared this with you because my, of because of how I knew you'd feel about it. <laughs> number one on my least favorite person list is Donald Trump. Sure. And then two and three are sort of a tie between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Everyone's playing for second place with Donald Trump in the mix. <laughs> pretty much there might be like a like a 30 way tie for a second right uh, right <laughs> some other uh names are popping into my head but anyway bill belichick today did something that i did not expect <laughs> and i have this a similar reaction to tom brady becoming a quarterback of my beloved nfl football team my home team what did he do judson uh he declined the presidential medal of freedom from the White House. One sec. Why was he being awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom? What excellent what question that I do not have a satisfactory answer for. <laughs> Just because he coached a team called the Patriots? Right, exactly. Because they, they won football games. That's They cheated? That, they, they cheated to win football games. And that is how he helped America. I don't know. Because wow. Trump was giving the medal to they all of his friends. They united America against the New England Patriots, who everyone hates. That's right. This is exactly what he did. But Bill Belichick declined it. I said, said no, it, it, this time, uh, given the events of January 6th, uh, I'm, I'm an American first. And- <sighs> Son of a bitch. The Bill Belichick, who's number tied for number two on my list of most hated people, <laughs> yep. would have accepted it and given a speech and had a parade. Well, I, this is actually good for you, Tino. Now he's officially number three. And Tom Brady is number two. I guess. <laughs> No, I don't know. I think they both moved down because I still the Bucks won their first playoff game. Uh, we've got to we've got to push some people up. Like uh, yeah, yeah, some Ted Cruz is in there. Ted yeah. Cruz, Josh Hawley, yep. number two with a bullet. Oh, don't say that. I shouldn't say that. You're right. You're right. It's it's a it's a radio term. It's a countdown. Well, hang in there, folks. We we love you. Sorry it took us so long to get back, uh, but we are back. And I, I assume our next show is also going to be heavy because I expect worse things are going to happen between now and when we record our next show. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully nothing crazy happens and we can record another show. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. But anyway, folks, uh, I'm not allowed to say take care because then Judson will just say, yep. That's what I'll do. So thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back with a new show next week and hang in there. This is a tough time for all of us. Yeah, be safe. Part of what's so concerning, I think, is that many of them seem to have come from the moment of the sixth, not worried about dishonor, but rather thinking, you know what? This worked. We should come back again, this time with weapons. Wow. And that's that's your perception of what they're thinking. Well, I think that that's not just my perception. I think yeah. if you go to the places yeah. where conservatives on the extreme are talking, it's hard yeah. even sometimes to describe them as yeah. conservatives, you see calls for armed violence. You see calls for the execution of Nancy Pelosi. You see graphics of Washington, D.C. ringed by rifles with calls to bring weapons to D.C. in the coming weeks. Mm. It's not just 
a hypothetical. It isn't yeah. a supposition. This is the messaging that we're seeing out there. What concerns me is that very quickly we've seen a whole set of conservative sites like Parler effectively turned off. On the one hand, that probably is going to reduce some of the enthusiasm, but I'm very concerned about the lone wolves and militia types who already know each other and who may already have a plan. They're still going to keep communicating. It's just going to be harder for researchers like me to find them.